2: Isn't it a shame that this kind of thing has come up? It's what the Bible calls an abomination. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
3: One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B.I.G.! Uh-huh.
4: Actor Jim Carrey got into a Twitter feud this week with the granddaughter of Benito Mussolini. Because that's just the kind of thing that happens now, and we all have to accept it. <laughs> News at this point is just
5: a string of unrelated words like, Elon Musk releases Harambe rap. (laughs) Or this actual headline I read today, disabled chicken who survived
6: weasel attack
5: learning to walk thanks to custom (laughs) wheelchair.
2: Guys, just eat the chicken. Now, let the guy in your ear talk to you. There's no one talking in my ear. Okay, and now. If you want to climb that, you deserve whatever you can get but it's a very very hard it's meant anti-climb it's called anti-climb
5: our feature presentation you guys it's it's called anti clima
7: oh is it
3: is it? (laughs) he has no idea what we were talking about not a bit
5: hey uh kevin hey what's happening Cut it a little close. We doing this again today? No, no. Are. no, no, no. We Go are. Back. We're Go not. Back. No, I'm. Not. I'm, not. I'm not. They are. Okay. 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 You don't have to. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Good. How long you reckon you've been in the studio?
6: Um, I would say before talking, mm-hmm. Uh two seconds. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Fantastic.
5: Yeah. How's everybody? Good. Good. You? Yeah. Oh. Well, do you want to get into it or? No. Hey, um, (laughs) uh, ordinarily I chit-chat a little bit and then we do the thing. But there's so much thing, I think we need to get right to the thing. Let's thing it up. Um, WrestleMania last night. Mm -hmm. How much did you watch, Jen? Seven hours.
7: Oh, sweet Jesus.
4: (laughs) Seven hours. That's insane. You didn't. It was so stupid.
7: You didn't. Well, no,
4: Danielle and I missed... Like she just sat at the couch and just stared at me and was like, "Why did I marry you?" Uh-huh. And I think we missed forty-five minutes.
5: That's that's unbelievable.
6: There yeah. were eighty
5: thousand people there for WrestleMania in was in New York, New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey, but it's a New York kind of thing. But yes, yeah. eighty thousand people there. How do you how how can it be seven hours?
4: Yeah, I'm confused myself. I, I don't I don't know why they've made it so long. I don't think they needed it to be so long, but clearly people are I mean it's kind of more in the pop culture radar than it's ever been. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
3: So. But it's and sort of the
6: only thing that's in at that length. Yeah. I Almost everything, you know, the longest movies, everything else is so way short. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. have short attention spans. It's crazy. Now.
4: It's still I mean it's, you know, Fox just spent billions of dollars on on owning, you know, television rights to WWE and they might be onto something because if you can you know, retain three hours of something, you're in luck. Yeah. yeah. Four hours, you're out of control. Seven, you're unheard of. They're hoping you go to dinner and then come back and it'll <laughs> still be on <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Is this the type of thing you can record and fast forward to just the, f- the matches?
4: Uh no not really it's actually an interface on WWE network cuz that's the way you pay 9.99 a month and you can watch anything they put out but the, the the interface has never been good for fast forwarding and rewinding no it's actually Ooh, pretty oh. bad
3: yeah well that sucks
7: i um, imagine fan fatigue by the time the women's championship came on people are like get it over with
5: yeah my eyes hurt really i, I, I bet. just i couldn't do it <laughs> and and who ended up winning the uh that triple tag team thing uh, in
4: a botched seems mistake ending Uh, Becky Lynch, but it seems like they made a mistake. And it also seems like Ronda was fighting with like a broken hand. Oh. So again, I don't think it was under the ideal conditions, but Becky Lynch won a lot of like it. Basically, if you're a wrestling fan, all of the, a a lot of happy endings. Yeah. Kofi Kingston wins. Oh, he did. Yes. Uh, He, he won. He's basically the first African-American Uh, uh, champion. They've had people like uh, Mark Henry and stuff before, but as far as this belt... And The Rock with a little bit. A little bit, yeah. This is the first time this belt is held by an African-American. And then um, they had also Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar. A lot of things people have been hoping for.
5: (laughs) What happened with the event at the Barclays Center the night before?
4: Um, You're talking about...
5: a the, fan coming oh, out of the stands oh, to crack. try to take down You're the you about
4: man. the Hall of Fame. Yeah. By the way, a lot of weird stuff happened this weekend. Okay. Uh, the, the full moon was out for pro wrestling. One of those weekends. A, dis- a disturbed fan rushed the stage during Bret Hart's Hall of Fame speech. So he won the Hall of Fame. Uh, he, you know, he, was, he was inducted. And uh, a fan ran up and tackled
5: him. Mid, and this is a speech. fan from Nebraska who is, like, got a, a whole bunch. Of, yeah, he's disturbed, but he's yeah. obsessed with MMA. And yes. he's got a whole bunch of, like, stalking charges against him mm. from other MMA yes. fighters. And and Bret Hart is a cancer survivor, a stroke survivor, uh,
4: reti- retired when accidentally punched in the head uh, and got concussions. Um that was one thing that happened that night. Mm-hmm. The other thing that happened that night, in Madison Square Garden, they run a bunch of different wrestling shows. A lot like South by Southwest. You know, like right. shows everywhere. They ran one at Madison Square Garden for a company in Japan, New Japan Wrestling and Ring of Honor, a U.S. based, as a supercard, You know, go against get, against right. each other. Two dudes who used to be WWE wrestlers jumped over the railing and really fought. <gasps> straight fought two wrestlers. People were like, oh my God, they should be arrested. Uh, they found out it's like all in storyline. No! Yeah. Wow. But like real punches to the face. Like it looks crazy. That's and kind of awesome though. I think. I think it sets a bad precedent because oh. now you're like, oh, I want everyone to punch each other in the face. <laughs> uh, but yes, it was a big, very weird stuff happening.
6: Yeah, Was this weekend the only two days that the WWE can do anything for the whole year? So
4: they had to get, get it a, all in? Because yeah. of seven hours? Yeah. No. This, okay. they, they do, they do uh, have other time. They'll do a three hour programs tonight.
3: Oh, tonight do, they'll yeah.
4: do, they'll do 3 hours tonight and then uh,
5: 2 tomorrow this is a you have to quit your That's job insane. to fight <laughs> you really through <laughs> through <laughs> <me. Yeah. laughs> you do you do all right speaking of uh, speaking of fist fights i just want to do one more thing real quick before we move on with the show you guys probably saw, if you didn't see the video, you certainly saw the amazing photo that was taken yesterday at the Reds-Pirates game. Kevin, oh. did you see this?
6: <laughs> I saw it because you tweeted it, or someone did mm-hmm. to me, yeah. Yes, this was
5: a bench-clearing brawl, and this photo is a masterpiece, because <laughs> feel Puig looks like he's fighting 30 guys at one time.
7: Mm-hmm. Because he
5: was, mostly. (laughs) He he pretty much was, yes. So what happened is, uh, the first baseman for the Reds, Derek Dietrich, had a home run. And he, in, uh, I guess it's considered poor baseball etiquette, to drop your bat and just stand there and enjoy watching the ball go over the fence. Probably like rubbing it in, right? (laughs) Totally rubbing it in. So the next time he comes up, the pitcher pitches the ball behind him, okay? This is his payback. He's he's throwing the ball behind him just to scare the S out of him, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that is bench, that's a bench-clearing event, and both sides are out on the field and throwing punches and pushing and shoving, and, I mean, it, it, it looked like a flashpoint for something really bad that's going to happen. And I play this tape, Kevin, just to bolster your opinion that baseball, even when something great happens, can really be boring. <laughs> Listen to the play-by-play <laughs> of the best brawl in five years on the field. And, of course...
2: Pitch comes in at him and Archer's gonna be warned. Uh, Archer apparently has a problem with it. And David Bell saying, well, why warn him? And here comes everybody who wants to talk about it. <laughs> these two teams have played each
5: other quite a bit here in the early going, and it's feisty. Okay, there's it's like feisty. feisty guys on the field right now. Yeah. I think that's stronger than feisty. And these I mean, I don't know which feed this is. But this guy's calling golf, right? He he is, yeah, he's calling golf. He's mm-hmm. not bringing it to life, man. There's
2: some pushing and shoving. A whole lot of hullabaloo. Yeah, I like what Bell did. <laughs> <laughs> a, whole a whole lot of, a lot of hullabaloo.
6: hullabaloo. <laughs> this is sort of a catch-all word. You want more?
2: Yeah. I mean, he, he's uh, you know one of the big bodies out there. He went got right in front of his pitcher. Protecting. You can hear the fighting going on. Yeah, sure. Real fighting. Not too many getting by Josh. No, nobody's going (laughs) to go by him. Let me skip forward. And that's where the pitcher's
3: residing. (laughs) Way out of the fray there. <laughs> what is this guy doing?
4: <laughs> and you and you wonder why wrestling is seven hours. Okay. They, they can make fighting sound good. That's it's crazy. A, it's
5: unbelievable. They have, they ejected <laughs> five players. Well, actually, four players and the manager of the Reds got ejected. You'd never know it from these guys, mm-hmm. though, would you? Anyway, be better baseball. Was
6: it a bunch of posing or was it actual fighting? Because most of the time um, in baseball, were they just that were they throw. It was mostly pushing. They run out. They push. They chest yeah. bump. They glare. And, and they, they all most, go back to yeah. mostly pushing.
5: Yeah. But it was it was a very uh it was a high energy charged moment, I guess is yeah. what I'm saying. That was Sounded not reflected like it. in the comments. <laughs> right. right. That's a whole lot of
7: hullabaloo right there. <laughs> oh, they've got cookies up here. Excellent. <laughs>
5: These
4: quaaludes have helped the announced team.
6: <laughs> if think, you can guarantee me that every single baseball game, uh-huh. and I've been saying for a long time. All MLB players should be on steroids. All. Well, uh-huh. It th- should I think, be a demand well, demand thing. I think something
7: issues. is juiced this season. A lot of do, home runs. Yeah. yeah. A lot okay. of home runs. I think yeah. the balls are juiced.
6: Looking at you, Dodgers.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Balls are
6: juiced this year. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we?
7: Stop making my sons horny. Thank you, wow.
6: lady. P- positive even <laughs> what that means. Well,
7: do you have a favorite kid? Yeah. Absolutely, everyone does. Excellent.
6: Mm-hmm. How many kids do you have, Allie? I Out of have all of four,
7: them. Four, thank you. But four. I think Seamus is my favorite.
6: Seamus. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Are we going to talk to Gary Sinise today? Always oh, love talking to him.
5: He's a treasure. He is. No one no one spends more time doing good things than Gary Sinise.
6: Speaking of a treasure,
5: uh Flash
6: Phillips. Mm. Oh no it is a treasure I've been dreading this. Flash Phillips is uh, bean mm-hmm. before it was the Kevin before it was the Kevin and Bean show and that mm. was his radio name Flash right. Phillips. I didn't choose it somebody gave it to me and uh, he is a fast talking mofo.
7: Yeah, gets it all in right yep. before the song hits. with a
6: lot of uh, echo and sound effects so he sounds cool. He's talking yes. to people on the phone. I can't wait for that Oh can't sweet. Wait. It's sweetness. I gotta tell I can you. wait for this. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's a fake Melania Trump. Well, yeah, where you been, man? I did yeah. not see the how story you, anywhere. How you didn't know this, I don't know. All right. Um, and also, we have uh, April Foolishness opening act contest. We're gonna tell oh, you about that. Mm-hmm. We've had that going on. We're gonna talk to last year's opening act, Daniel Weingartner, coming up uh, today. And we have your tickets for April Foolishness as well. So, we've got all that coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next.
8: It's Kevin and Bean on k Rock.
6: Hey, Allie. Hey,
7: Bean.
5: Time for a first look at what's happening here on a Monday.
7: All right. Any of you see movies over the weekend, Kevin?
6: I, I did. I saw Shazam. And? I liked it a lot. Yeah? It seems to be the consensus. I liked it a lot because it knows what it is. It's kind of goofy, mm-hmm. and they just stick with that, and they wholeheartedly know that it's goofy, and it's a really good movie. It it's you. hard not to root for Zach Lee. Yes, he's, he's great so likable. Mm-hmm. I just loved it.
7: Excellent. Well, yeah. it seems like other people did as well. An estimated fifty-three point four million dollar opening this weekend. They had hoped for about forty-five, so it did better than they thought. That roughly matches the opening weekend for Ant-Man, another film with a superhero that didn't have as much name recognition before it came out as well, because a lot of people didn't know really who Shazam was. If I you're not don't in know that who Shazam
5: world, is but I saw a headline. I wish I'd clicked on the article. I would have better information here that it goes back to, like, 1937 or something. It was, like, one of the first of the superheroes. Shazam. That
6: yeah, was old.
5: Do you yeah. guys have any idea?
4: I, listen, I still think it's Kazam and it's Shaquille O'Neal coming out of a boombox. <laughs> oh. Wouldn't be
6: awesome? Yeah.
4: Great. So don't ask everybody me. this
6: weekend saw that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
7: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't know the origin story of Shazam. Mm-hmm. Bean, maybe if you clicked on that article, you could help us all out.
6: I sure should have. Oh, man.
7: Did Did you learn anything from the movie about his story?
6: Did I learn anything about his story? Like his, like his, his backstory, how he became Shazam? Yeah, yes. And the forces behind at work, and then he was trying to discover what can he do now that he's a superhero. Uh huh. It was funny. It was fun.
7: And he's a kid, right? It's a kid that yeah. becomes Shazam.
6: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't want to give everything away, but yes, it's a kid. And he dies at the end, right? He wow. dies.
7: Why are you so mad? But then he comes
6: back, so and that's angry. what no one saw coming. All oh, right, uh,
7: And that's when he goes, Shazam!
5: <laughs> and that's how he got the name. <laughs> does, right? he, does anyone go Shazam in the movie? Yeah. He
6: oh, does. that's a thing. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Does he go like, Shazam! He, like- he changes himself into the 15-year-old into the superhero by saying Shazam.
5: What? Oh, wait, the
7: 15-year-old yes. changes uh-huh. into Zachary Levi yes. by saying Shazam. Like the Shazam. movie Big? Yes. Does he play uh, piano? There at a is a store? there okay. is a,
6: someone t- shoe tapping on a piano. No, so yeah. what? It's is like, there really? Yes, hey, there no, is. There, there really is. Kevin, okay. I think you
4: saw the wrong movie. Nope. Was... Did you see Big? I... Was Tom <laughs> Hanks? In Tom Hanks. In? Tom
6: Hanks was not in it. Uh-oh. How high were you? This was Shazam. Okay. I, I'm not positive. How do you put a number on that? <laughs> Seven.
7: <laughs> well, uh, I'm I'm glad you saw it. Love I would it. I would like to chat with you more about okay. it. Okay. Um, she cemetery finished second at the box uh, office this weekend with a twenty-five million dollar opening. That's the second highest opening for a Stephen King adaptation behind the horror record 123 million for it in twenty seventeen. I
6: saw that. Uh, you did. I did. And yeah. that's the other one I really wanted really? to see.
4: Yeah, it's good. It's slow, but it's fine. But mm. you're you're a a horror guy. I'm a horror
6: head, yeah. Yeah.
4: Mm. Uh I don't love
7: that. It's fine. Okay.
6: Oh, I don't like that it's fine either. I just yeah. I want it to be great. No? That's high praise. Okay. No, not really. It's, not, it's not high, high. praise. Okay. Yeah.
7: All right. Well, Dumbo placed third, making another $18.5 million. Then Us, that crossed over the $150 million domestic mark in its third weekend. Not bad, you guys. That and I then yeah. completing the top five, Captain Marvel, adding another $12 million. That's a $376 million dollar total just here domestically past the billion dollar mark last week
6: that's pretty sweet
7: people are going to the movies you guys yes i guess what i'm saying remember when the movies were dead no one's going anymore Mm -hmm. that that changed i i was shocked when i read this that adam sandler is going to be hosting the may 4th episode of snl marking his first time ever hosting doesn't that seem crazy
6: yeah, you thought he would have. Done wow, it by I now. would. Have, yeah, I yeah. would have thought multiple times.
7: Nope. His huh. first time hosting and musical guest will be Shawn Mendes. Ooh. All right. That could be good. That could be good. I'm kind of in. Uh, I want to see what he does. If he brings back any old characters, and
5: I will tell you that it was a weird episode again this week. But Kit Harrington. Was so likable and so good hosting SNL this weekend
7: that you decided you are going to watch all Game of Thrones.
5: Well, I'm going to have Kevin uh, recap the first mm-hmm. six seasons for okay. me first, sure, uh, and then maybe I'll watch the final season. Yeah, but he was he was delightful. He really okay. was. And your girlfriend uh, Sarah Bareilles was the musical guest. I she was good love too. her so much. Yeah, it was a fun show. Remember
7: when you're like, oh, Sarah Bareilles, what has she done lately? And then you know she starts like winning an awards. They announced a whole show. On Apple TV for her, she's right. on SNL. All within like a week of you guys being awful about her.
5: It wasn't Kevin. It was just me. And, oh, I, will, okay, and, I, and I will say that my only point was she's not.
7: She, she's not she hot the, right now.
6: I believe what buzz. you said.
5: She didn't have the buzz that mm-hmm. most of the guests this year have had. That's all. Right. And then but she, she
6: was good. just got at the Apple
5: TV show, and
6: then all of a sudden, instant buzz. <laughs> no big whoop.
4: No big whoop. Kevin, was there a scene in Suzanne where he's eating like a little corn? He's like in a tuxedo and he's eating a little piece I uh, know. Of... I don't think he saw Shazam. No. I'm still standing by
6: it. I saw Shazam, yeah.
4: <laughs> were there I bunk did... beds?
6: Uh, uh, yes. Oh! oh. He's, again, standing by Big. Yes, <laughs> there were. Big.
7: All right, we're going to get to the bottom Big of this, wasn't you guys. not in
6: the theaters this mm. weekend. How would I have seen it?
7: Oh, yes! <laughs>
6: In the theaters, I'm saying. Right. That is a good point. Okay. <laughs> that's
7: a great point. That's his barometer.
6: <laughs> <laughs> the only way I know. Could have been big, but I mean, it wasn't in theaters. <laughs>
7: was it at the New Beverly? Cause that's it was that's really okay. the only place it could have been.
6: I saw it at the Arkansas. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. You might have seen Shazam. Nope. Yeah, I saw Shazam, what? yes. I thought you were trying to lead me astray again. <laughs> it was Shazam, and it was good. <laughs> okay. Some birthdays for you. I've never been doubted more about what movie I saw. <laughs> I know. I know. the weekend. It's weird. You're not a reliable
7: witness, Kevin. Well, that's true. Mm. Uh, happy birthday to Robin Wright, Patricia Arquette, Taylor Kitsch, Ezra Koenig from Vampire Weekend, and Maddie Healy from the 1975. You guys, the 1975 is playing our pop-up show this week. Right? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Where will it be? We don't know. We can't tell you, but it's gonna rule. Sorry, you couldn't get in, loser. Jeez. And that's what's happening.
5: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K okay, Rock. I am um, very nervous about this segment. <laughs> I will. I will not have. Jensen Carb, a newbie on the Kevin and Bean show, come in here and besmirch our president. If there's one thing you can say about President Trump, he is as transparent a man who's ever held that office. He is above reproach. He is truthful and honest. And I'll, and I'll tell you something else.
2: As I stand before you today, I see the greatest president in history. Of course he is. He was chosen by God. So
5: how are you coming at the president with your crazy fake Melania theory now, here, Jensen? I haven't heard this because... I don't
9: watch the news because I'm a kid. So we have a fake mm-hmm.
4: first lady. Well, it says something about our president that this has any legs at all. Because <laughs> even looking online, I was like, I don't know if this is true, but... It could be, and that's, <laughs> that's even insane. scarier. Uh, back in May of 2018, you guys might remember when Melania Trump uh, went missing. Do you guys mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah, for several weeks. Yeah, 28 days she was absent from the public eye. That doesn't happen often. No, no for the first lady. No, but
7: hadn't she had a procedure done or something? Well, Boy, after, had
4: she? Yeah, after mm. after oh. the media started to question why we hadn't seen uh, the first lady, it was said that she had a kidney condition oh. and had to have a surgery for it. But then nothing was ever explained into any further detail. Okay. Because on June 4th, she reemerged with no explanation. and However, know, with a
5: facelift, though, to look more like the real Melania.
4: Well, that's what we'll get into. <laughs> oh, okay. you, can, <laughs> you Take can, your time, Bean. Yeah, geez, he's really jumping on this one. <laughs> I at, was trying to be as crazy as I
5: can be, but now you're telling me that's really what happened. <laughs>
4: yeah, at, at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, we just posted out two pictures of Melania Trump. Because the visuals in the past, we've seen of her, right? Forced smile, the weird thing where, like, it seems like she doesn't want to hold... Donald Trump's sometimes it
6: actually doesn't. Yeah. Avoids his
4: Also, keep in mind, this is the first president in decades, 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 where the uh, first lady and president sleep in separate rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he had an affair uh, after she gave birth. Okay. So, October 13th, they have an impromptu press conference to discuss Iran and health care. And Melania was right behind him over, I believe, the right shoulder, and she was wearing a trench coat and sunglasses. Donald, weirdly, when he was explaining things, said, my wife, Melania, who happens to be right here, and pointed at her. <laughs>
3: Which is insane thing to Which say. sort of a given. We that, all know that.
5: that this but, is actually the real person, Melania Trump, that I am married to, and it is not an imposter. I mean, he would <laughs> have said that, and it wouldn't have stood out as much. Uh, it prompted
4: a Twitter user named Joe Vargas to point out pictures of Melania that day with other pictures. Her lips and nose 100% look different. Her height seems different than normal when compared to Donald Trump. Okay. Now, this theory picked up some steam when people noticed that a slightly shorter member... Of the Secret Service team that follows around Melania Trump does look a lot like Melania Trump, which is also One a of true the Secret statement. Service.
6: Yes, okay,
4: they look a lot alike. They they do. Uh, then the theory popped back up last month when Trump appeared. Uh, again, she was wearing those sunglasses and the trench coats, like she's three children stacked on each other, uh, at, a, at a memorial at Opelika, Alabama for the 23 victims who died in a tornado there. Again, different face, different height. The theory was mentioned then on The View.
3: Okay. Okay. Oh, so now it's oh, getting
4: mainstream. Yes. It's a lot a bigger than just on your weird Reddit uh, forum. Mm-hmm. The fake, this is what Donald Trump tweeted that day when it was on The View. You ready? The fake news photoshopped pictures of Melania, then propelled conspiracy theories that it's actually not her by my side in Alabama and other places. They are only getting more deranged with time. Now, here's the thing. You could believe or not believe that it's a fake Melania. Right. But it's definitely not Photoshopped they didn't Photoshop photos anything. from the media. So that means you have to agree with Donald Trump and say they're Photoshopped or it's a fake Melania or the truth, which is probably just that pictures are different when you shoot them from different angles. Right. But both of these theories that the media is Photoshopping pictures of Melania and that
5: there's a fake Melania are both insane.
2: It's fake news. It's yeah, disgusting. that's news.
5: All right. Here's what I will say. If I were Melania Trump... And I could get away with sending insane. somebody oh. out there to be the first lady. Yeah, I a hundred percent. I'm signing up
4: for a hundred percent. Let's not pretend Daft Punk shows up to all their events. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
6: yeah, I would do it every time. All right, so let's talk about the percentage that you believe it. I mean, I know it's absurd, I believe- and most of us would just outright say that's stupid. There's no way they could even a get away with it if they wanted to. I would think it had It'd no. Be- I would think it had no legs.
4: Okay, except the idea that Donald Trump's excuse for it is clearly a lie. So that makes Mm. me question everything in general because it's not Photoshop pictures.
5: It's definitely not Photoshop.
4: So it doesn't look like her, that's for sure. But, you know, sometimes we all take photos where we don't look like ourselves. Sure, different different angles angles, But does that affect
5: your height, though, Jensen? No.
4: It can make it look that way, though.
6: I from mean, a different angle.
4: I also got, I mean, I got really it's, deep into this. I got very much homeland. And I was really breaking down every photo. And it does seem like she was wearing heels in one of them and flats in another. So I was sort of thinking, oh, maybe it's that she's wearing sneakers because she is in Alabama. Sure. But then some of the other ones where I have some height issues. Because not-
7: she is in Alabama. Is that where you wear sneakers? No, no. So- <laughs>
4: That's I, actually, <laughs> actually I do say that because one time she did get, uh, during a flood, she did get sort of oh, brushed back right. from wearing heels. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think now when They were she, fancy shoes, yeah, right? yeah. So now I think when she goes to anything where someone died, she wears sneakers. Well,
6: she calls her double and says we're sneaky yeah
4: yeah right <laughs> yeah. yeah she's like,
6: we're the Nikes someone died here
4: uh, but it is I mean, listen, it just says something about the overall state of the government right now that we're that there would be even any legs for this <laughs> yeah, to insane. be a possible thing that the, that they would send out a double in order to make I mean because we could all agree no matter what side you're on, it seems she hates him. yeah, it does
6: we could all and I think if even if you're a supporter of his, you have to sort of look at it and go. He's now fond of him.
4: Well, and that's only after it was, you know, exposed that he paid off adult uh, film entertainers in order to to hide their affairs. I mean, I would assume she hates him. So if she could find a double, she probably would, right? I would find
7: a double just for me, and I don't do much.
4: Right.
5: <laughs> but if, you know what
7: I'm saying? Like, I respect it. The problem just with you to is... have
5: somebody to go to the dinners that you regret yes, accepting. that's yeah.
7: what I'm
4: saying. The problem with you is that when you don't come in here, we we fill in uh, you with Brad Williams.
7: Oh, that's not a good double. No. No. No,
4: no one thinks it's you. <laughs> it's Kevin
8: and Bea! rock
5: <laughs> April 26th is the Kevin B. 11th annual April Foolishness at the Microsoft Theater. It's a great lineup again this year, including our friend Ray Romano, our friend Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie Ift will be there, Jamie Lee, Adam Ray, Felipe Esparza. Uh The Kevin B. now rap battle, by the way, is happening. I think we're going to start rehearsals on that this week. Mm-hmm. All of that is happening, and here's the best part. If you are an aspiring, up-and-coming comedian... You can open the show. How many years have we been doing this? Four or five at least, right? Yeah, I think more than that. Yeah. yeah. So you, so we're looking for somebody who's basically in a, a, an, a, an unsung hero of comedy. Somebody who deserves a bigger venue than what you've been playing. And you're going to be on a bill and you forever will be able to say, hey, I opened for Ray Romano. Right? Exactly. So... Um, I guess you go to krock.com dot com right now. Go to the Kevin and Bean page, and there's a little form that you fill out, and you tell us a little bit about yourself, and you upload a YouTube link to your comedy. And as I say, we've been doing this for a while, and I think we've got a little bit of a retrospective of how it's gone in the past.
6: Well, here's one of the guys that uh, tried out last year. What would a normal guy say? He doesn't want to do something his wife or girlfriend wants to do. (sighs) Nah. Stupid. It's dumb. Nah.
8: It sucks. That's a horrible, douchey way to react, fellas. I really didn't want to go to the ballet. This is how I got out of it. I was like, the ballet? Uh, yeah. The ballet's awesome. Me and my ex? That was our thing. (laughs) Then she was like, the ballet. I told her, I said, we don't
5: go to the ballet? That's fine. Our thing can be watching sports. (laughs) That's funny. That guy didn't win or did win? Did not. Wow. Uh, I liked yeah. it. Now we can he win this year? Would you like a recount? <laughs> yeah, I mean like, yeah. would. He could
6: reapply. Sure. <laughs> um, now this next clip is one that's super unfortunate, and uh, because you can't hear anything that's going on. Oh, this is a good tip for people who are thinking about what to send us. Because yes. yeah, we need to be
5: able to hear the material.
6: Oh, my this is real. Oh no. <laughs> that got sent to us as an opening act contestant. No. And there's I think there's an Adele song going on in the background. Oh, no, <laughs> People sorry. are talking. It seems like there's five or six different microphones that are live. <laughs> this is my song. You guys this, but
8: when I really get to users, mm-hmm. I start staring
4: at myself
7: at the and
6: So I'm just saying. And that guy didn't win? He did not win. Okay. Mm -hmm. That guy did not win, no. Uh, Adele did win, though. She did. (laughs) She was Yeah, Grammys and stuff. This one sort of tied into K-Rock music. My grandma thinks I'm an idiot because the only reason I know how to spell bananas is because of a Gwen Stefani song. (laughs) (laughs) B-A-N-A-N-A-S.
8: I know Gwen Stefani would come out with a song called Definitely. (laughs) I have no idea. What about this song?
6: Went diarrhea. Where's the H? Not bad, right? Also good. Yes. Yeah, very funny. But our winner last year was Daniel Weingartner. I learned the I learned the
8: Mexican dialect. There's different dialects in different countries. Right? There's like small differences. I figured it out when I was 10 years old. I was in Argentina and I wanted to get a hat. And the word that I learned for hat is catucha, right? Uh But in Argentina, catucha means. So I'm just like a fat, low old kid trying to get a hat, you know? I go into the store, this guy thinks I'm trying to cop some (laughs) He's like, what? It was very weird when he took me to the back room. I was like, oh, is this where the hats are? I don't know.
5: (laughs) So Daniel was the winner last year. He came out on stage at the Microsoft Theater, and he joins us on the phone bright and early right now. Hey, Daniel, how are you, man? Hey, how y'all doing? You're good. I, I want to. Uh, I want you to put yourself in the place where you heard about the Opening Act competition last year so that, that people are listening right now who are thinking, eh, maybe I should go for it, maybe I shouldn't. How did you decide to put something up and, uh, and apply to be the Opening Act on the on the deal?
8: I saw a link on Facebook, and I said, that seems like a good idea. And then I just did a quick little the application, sent over the clip, waited, and then next thing I know, uh, there's a Honda person in beer mug, uh, downstairs mm. in my apartment at my door. Yeah, that's the negative. I mean, we didn't want to bring <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that
5: up,
6: but Beer Mug <laughs> does have to come to your house.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so, how long had you been doing comedy when you applied last year, Daniel? Uh, last year, it was probably about seven years. Uh huh. And what kinds of places have you been playing? Where have you been finding work?
8: Uh, I've been finding work at bars. Uh, I've been doing that, opened up for some, for some other uh, headliners like at improvs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, you know, 200, 300 seat venues at the
5: most. Right, uh, And then last year was, I don't know, was it like 7,000, something crazy? I think it's around 5,500, I think, is the capacity. I think, yeah. 5, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. But oh, it okay. looks like a lot when you walk out on that stage, doesn't it? It does look like a lot. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. It was, it was, it was an awesome night.
6: I got to tell you, though, you came out and you killed. Absolutely. You, were great. you wouldn't think you were nervous at all.
8: Oh, thanks.
5: Yeah,
3: I hit it very well. That's just years of just like repressing everything. I see. Got
5: it. Got it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, and I don't want to put a lot of pressure on this year's opening act winner, whoever he or she may be. But Eddie Pence in 2015 killed. Yeah. Randy Cotter killed Julian Fernandez. Amazing in 2017. Daniel was great last year. So so far, the Kevin Bean audience that votes on the opening act winner has had outstanding taste. Yeah. So all you have to do is you go to the Kevin and Bean page of krock.com, tell us a little bit about yourself, and send us a link to your YouTube stand-up. And, Daniel, you're still doing comedy. I understand you got a show Wednesday at the Irvine Improv, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have been great. Yeah, I have uh, Irvine Improv on
8: Wednesday, and then I'm at Oxnard Levity Live on April 24th.
5: That's oh, fantastic. Nice. I'm glad it was a good experience for you. If you want to see this year's winner and all the rest of the comedians on uh, Friday, April 26th, the Microsoft Theater tickets are on sale right now. They start at only 30 bucks. you guys, mm-hmm. and you can get them at AXS.com. Daniel, I hope you'll at least come to the show this year. We'd love to see you again. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I'll be able to make it out. All right. Very cool. Awesome.
8: Um Leaving
4: so, his uh, options open. Sure, of course. Right. Yeah. I'm mean, okay, not right leaving there. my
8: options open. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, <laughs> man, really, really making me sound good right now. Uh, no, no, no. I...
5: <laughs> thanks for uh, coming on and uh, catching us up, Daniel. Yeah, we appreciate it. Congratulations again from last year.
8: Thank you. Thank you guys again for having me last year. I really appreciate it, and thanks for having me on this morning.
5: You bet. All right, the deadline is a week from Friday. Comedians, we want to hear from you. 10 a.m. Friday, the 19th. That's the deadline. Then we all vote the next uh, week, and then
6: that f- that following Friday night at the
5: Microsoft Theater, we will. My grandma thinks I'm an
6: idiot because the only reason I know how to spell bananas is because of. Then that's going on, on stage just before April Foolishness. All right, we will take a break. We'll come back.
8: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock.
6: Monday
5: morning, and you know what that means? It's time for great news. When you wake up,
8: all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes
5: you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for. Right there in the name. There's plenty of bad news. You can find that anywhere. But at least once a week, you know you're going to get some great news. It doesn't always sound like it starts out that way sometimes <laughs> some of these stories. Sometimes do, none of them sound like it. They do ultimately end up happy. This one comes out of Centerville, Illinois to get us started. Kevin, when you your girls were little, did you ever have a scare where they swallowed something and um, you had to f- figure out a way to Heimlich them or push mm, it out or whatever? No. Oh, you got very no. lucky. Yeah. Because that, that's what happened in this story. <laughs>
10: Tonight, one-year-old Damani is all smiles, but earlier today, her parents say she was having the scariest moment of her life when she was choking on a penny.
9: The first thing in my mind was getting to the hospital.
10: And that's what Darius Hinkle did. He says officers later told him he was going over 100 miles per hour.
5: Now, let me uh, stop and ask, would you throw your kid in the car and drive 100 miles an hour to the hospital, or would you call 911 figuring they would get to you faster?
6: I don't know that they would get to you faster. Yeah. Depends. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I think at the hospital's within, say, 10 miles, I'm driving him to the hospital. You're driving him to the hospital. I well, think that's they what he quicker, did quicker, yeah. As you
5: heard, over 100 miles an hour. But what's he going to do, stop and discuss it? No, he's trying to get his kid saved. That's my daughter. I wouldn't want nothing to happen to
10: her. The dad says there were lights and sirens behind him for miles until he finally arrived at the hospital with his daughter and her mother. They told us to get out, put our hands up, and I got out, I put my hands up, and I, I yelled and I told the to police, my baby is choking. And I told them multiple times that she was choking. They was just worried about the fact that we were speeding Hinkle says multiple police agencies were on scene and says he was arrested and taken to jail.
5: Okay, like Listen, Bean, this is great news. I know, sometimes it doesn't sound like great news at the beginning. <laughs> Imagine what it was like going through those cops' minds though. They had no idea that there's this little girl in distress in the vehicle. They just think they're in a high-speed chase that ends at a hospital, right? Alright, here's where things turn around. The the mom takes the daughter in and the daughter is fine, as you heard at the beginning of the report. She's fine. The, the father, the driver, was arrested and taken to jail. So after mom is done with the daughter. She goes to bail her husband out of jail. Wow. And here's where the great news comes in.
10: Dante Pittman says she had just arrived to the jail to try to bond him out when somebody was up there and they said, I'm here to bond out Darius Hinkle. I was looking like I didn't know who it was. And when I looked out the door to see who it was, she spoke and she said, I'm the nurse from Touche Hospital. The couple says they are so grateful to these nurses for their kindness.
5: I, I, I I can't thank them enough.
10: And for saving their daughter.
5: So the nurses taking care of the little girl all got together and chipped in enough money to send one of them to the jail to bail the husband out wow. because wow. he had driven her to the hospital like that. Amazing. That's above and beyond the call of duty right there. Agreed. I thought the other woman trying to bail him out was his uh, his other girlfriend that <laughs> he didn't know about. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it
6: turned out it was the nurses instead. And that's why that's my great news. Uh Mine is uh brother Peter Tabichi is a science teacher from rural Kenya. He has been known to give up to 80% of his pay which, let's be honest, isn't that much, away to kids. Hmm. He gives them to his students. He says it's not all about money, though. Some pupils, uh, almost uh, all from a very disadvantaged family. Many are are unplanned or orphaned or lost a parent. There's all kinds of issues, and he gives away 80% of his money to them. Um, He says many pupils walk more than four miles to reach the school. They have challenges with lack of facilities. They don't have computers. I mean, the whole thing is super poor and they do not have enough money. And yet this teacher gives away 80% of his salary. Hey, which, we
5: hear stories all the time about teachers here in America who dig into their own paychecks to yes. provide things for students that they don't have.
6: His pupils, on the other end, have been successful in national and international science competitions, including an award from the Royal Society of Chemistry in the UK. The president of Kenya commented on this guy. He says, Peter, your story is the story of Africa, a young continent. Bursting with talent, your students have shown that they can compete amongst the best in the world in science, technology, and all fields of human endeavor. And like that's not enough that he gives 80% of his salary away, he just won the 2019 Global Teacher Prize worth $1 million. Wow. How about that? That's not bad. A guy that's doing that much to help absolutely deserves that million dollars. And that's my great news. Think he's going to give any of that away. Or? I don't know. I, don't I would know. give away
5: my 40 bucks a week. I knew I was going to win a million. <laughs> by the way, I don't think he like he's the winner here. <laughs>
7: All right. My story is about a 13 year old little boy in Nevada whose mom had fallen on a hard time. She's a single mom. He's got another brother and a sister. So, three kids, single mom. There's no car in the family, so they were struggling. And this little boy named William was doing yard work. He was going around to people's houses saying, "Hey, I'll cut your lawn. I'll do whatever." Just trying to to earn some money. And he had seen, you know, YouTube videos of kids that would buy their mom a car and how thrilled their parents were. Like, "Oh, you did this. This is so wonderful." And he thought to himself, "I want my mom to be that happy." So he saw a Facebook post from someone in his town that was also selling a car. And he reached out and said, "Hey, I want to sell you my Xbox, and I want to do console. Yeah, wow. And I want to do all the yard work. I want to mow the lawn. I want to do all that. Um, Then you could sell me the car." And the lady was like, "Yeah, no." And then she thought about it and was like, wait a minute, this kid's awesome, of course. (laughs) So he tells his mom, mom, we need to go um, with this lady out here. She's going to bring us to the house because I did something for you. And his mom's like, what is happening? What is going on with my kid? They then pull up to this lady's house. She's got her car keys right there. And she's like, here, your son sold his Xbox and he's going to do yard work. This is now your car. The woman, of course, loses it, just sobbing. This is a 13-year-old little boy that's like, you know what? I want my mom happy. I can do more yard work. I don't need an Xbox. If it's going to make my mom, her life, a little bit easier, I want to do this. So the mother and son drove off together in the white 1999 Chevrolet Metro that he bought. And crashed,
5: and unfortunately, they didn't make it. I don't think that's part of the story. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was reading ahead.
6: Oh, my God. I think Allie was pretty much at the crescendo of that story. Okay, so everyone uh, lived happily ever after.
7: Uh, that is great news. That's my great news.
8: Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
5: K-R-O-Q. I, I'm looking at the clock, Kevin. I nope. don't think we're going to have time. Of time. No, Listen. it looks like we're running kind of mm-hmm. late here. To before get the, the to be Kevin something. and Bean
6: show started. Oh. Back in 90 when the Kevin and Bean show started, it, it was not the beginning of Bean's career. No. Nor mine, actually. Mm-hmm. But Bean, before then was using the stage name Flash Phillips. Hmm. And I feel like I should say again so you don't think I'm a total a-hole. Well, let's wait until we hear the tape, but go ahead. It was
5: given to me. I I started work at a new radio station, WAVA, in Washington, D.C., and five minutes or so before I went on the air... My program director said, what are you going to call yourself? And I said, well, I'm going to use Gene Baxter. Like I always have, that's my real name. Oh, no, that's not, I can't, no. We need something something show busy for the kids. You're going to be Flash Phillips. Did you say, is there a second option? (laughs) Look, it was my first day of the job. I was happy and I felt lucky to have the job. So I was Flash Phillips for three freaking years. Wow. Mm. And uh, I have not... I I saw that this tape was posted on some Radio Rewind site the other day. And I listened to 15
6: seconds of it, Kevin. And then I said it to you because
5: I said, I don't even want to hear this. I don't
6: even want to hear this. So Bean uh, talks three times as fast as he does now. Mm -hmm. He also has giant echo on his voice at all times. Okay. And this is Flash Phillips.
2: WBA, hi. Hi, um... I'm trapped here in this office um, booth at this bank until eight
5: o'clock. I'm kind of bored. Um, this is the station. Um, do you mind playing "On bang a by Power Station? Oh, I was just thinking about that record. That would sound good tonight. Okay, nice flat night in D.C. The Power Station cranking out of the radio. So you say you're in a bank and you're bored? Yeah, I'm trapped in like on one of them Foto man booths and um. Have uh, sir, have, have you considered uh, embezzlement? <laughs> That'd help a whole lot, by the way. Well, I mean, seriously, it would certainly spice up the evening. Just uh, just my advice, sir, but that I'm a known convict. Thanks for the call.
6: Well, thanks a lot. Bye. Bye now. Listen to That's Flash a pro, Phillips. Man. Flash I is hate. a killer, right? I hate it. I hate it so then it much. Then he comes out of that song saying, <laughs>
5: "Banging that gun, singing that song off compact Disc. It's the Power Station. Great album, especially <laughs> thanks to Andy Taylor, formerly <laughs> Duran Duran. On that one, some great guitar work there. And Andy, my gosh, is his career happening in a big way or what? First, he was supposed to open for David Lee Roth last fall at the Baltimore Arena.
6: Listen is the echo. Whatever. Is this crazy? When does he breathe? He does it. He never did. For like 10 years, he didn't breathe. Uh, he was supposed
5: to open uh, this summer out at Meriwether Post Pavilion for the Psychedelic Furs. He got booted off that tour. For about two minutes, he was scheduled to open for Heart this year at Meriwether, and now he's not going to do that either. Meanwhile, his former buddies in Duran Duran played a sold-out house at Madison Square Garden last night. So was that a happening career move or what? Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Andy Taylor, folks, now you're in the groove, okay? 432-WAVA is my number. We're taking your votes for the Hot 8 at eight. On the way, it's a 10-in-a-row power play, including the brand-new song from Madonna that we played first for you this morning with Jim Elliot around 10 o'clock. Also coming up, George okay. Michaels, I Want Your Sex,
6: and Atlantic Star by Request is next. Toyota, Look, Bean, uh,
4: how much cocaine? Unrelated.
6: <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Are
4: you the Micro Machines guy? What is and also, are you recording in a
5: hall? Where are you? Look, that was the trend back
4: then. It was, was everybody that had reverb. that echo. Yeah. It was yeah.
5: ridiculous. Guys, I first of all, I'm exhausted even hearing <laughs> right, the tape same. Fast. Second of all, I, I would so make fun of this DJ. <laughs> oh, of course. I would so make fun of him. This guy is worse than
6: D's. He's worse than Secret. But you wouldn't have made fun of him when he was him. Like in the 80s? I guess. Pretty good. No, not pretty good. Listen to the giveaway that the morning show's got going on.
5: W-A-V-A, Power 105. Don Tronimo and Mike Romero are incredibly wacky, and they're doing it again tomorrow. As it's free money Thursday. The Zoo Boys will be handing out instant cash. I can't, I can't say this on the radio that it's tax-deductible, can I? Well, it's undeclared income. Tomorrow morning with Donna Mike,
6: uh, $10.50 in cash to the first 105 people that show up with $10.50. <laughs>
5: what?
6: What are they going to do with $10.50? And you don't have to declare it, so that's the good news. <laughs> they say
5: to call on by, so that's it. All the <laughs> details tomorrow morning from 5 30 till 10 on Washington's favorite early morning zoo right now by request for everybody here's George Michael and I want
3: your was oh, um, requested? It. was it
6: requested by everybody
5: I mean it was probably yeah. a very hot slog at that time okay we're out of time a question on. how many people showed for 10 bucks well it was to the first
6: hundred jeez so I guess I guess a lot yeah, I, a lot of I mean people. we didn't get the follow-up on that unfortunately no. yeah now he moves on to the Fourth of July in Washington D.C. and what's going on?
5: Lovely Debbie Gibson, Power One
6: Hundred Five WABA by request. That's only in my dreams. Doing some. The
5: cutting crew is standing by, and the new music power playoff in about twenty minutes. As Los Lobos, La Bamba.
6: Listen to the music he's
3: got going <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. too, man. He's
6: <laughs> jamming that bed. Tries to make it four big nights in a row. I'm Flash Phillips at 432-9282. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, um, I, uh, I, uh, I
5: like. I want to know. If- Chris Jagger, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Jagger. Yeah. Okay, right there. That was my uh, evening competitor on the oh. other radio station oh, in I town, heard. Q107. You were S-talking. I, that's exactly what I was. That's Ooh. who that was. Yes. Wow. Hi, WEVA. Yes,
3: sir. I was wondering, do you know who's playing
5: at the 4th of July now? Uh, well, here. there is no 4th uh, of July show downtown uh, in terms of pop acts. Uh, they have usually some uh, some marching bands, stuff like that, but there there's no big hoopla like there used to be. How come?
6: When do you start? And by the way, he's got this music going, but he'll take forever to talk about the 4th of July <laughs> and why it's not happening, who's not there and who was there. Oh, well, a couple years ago. It got too big, sir. The last time we did it...
5: Well, we had everybody and his mother here uh, and your mom says hello, uh, we had 750,000. 000- <laughs> your mom says hello. Get, can we get Flash Phillips for this show? Right? Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> oh, a couple years ago, it got too big, sir. The last time we did it when we had everybody and his mother here uh, and your mom says hello, uh, we had 750,000 people down there. So they just decided to scale it down because it cost too much money to clean it up. That uh, was two years ago, right? Yeah, that's right, sir. Yeah, it was down there uh, that was the Joan Jet, and the Blackhearts, the Beach Boys, the Oak Ridge Boys, oh, yeah, Jimmy so Page, uh, New Edition. Uh, we brought John Lennon back, you recall. I mean, it was a big day. It was a lot of fun, <laughs> but it was just too big for the city.
3: So last year was the year they started this stuff.
5: Exactly. They started the family affair downtown.
3: Oh, my God. All right, sir. Well, there you go. Uh, glad to help. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks. And
5: <laughs> I was thinking maybe this year we could get Menudo for the 4th of July, huh? That would be spanking. I'm, what? What? Spankin'?
6: Spankin'? I'm sorry. It would be what? That would be spanking? I'm sorry. It would be what?
5: I, you heard it. And okay. I was
6: thinking maybe this year we could get Menudo for the Fourth of
5: July, huh? That would be spanking <laughs> hey, That was the last time I was ever
6: recorded on tape. Oh no, no, it continues. Oh, please, please. No, we're out
9: of time. No. Oh, we're not out of no. time.
6: Why is
7: it so loud in the
6: background?
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
9: just
4: how
7: things the, ran, I,
4: man. That whole this segment flash. That whole segment was like if he worked at City Hall. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's <laughs> he just gives information. <laughs> <laughs> Forever.
6: So now he makes a Menudo joke and he's getting called on. Uh, WBA, hello? Uh, I a question? Yeah, sure. Uh, why
9: are you calling
6: on Menudo?
5: No, I love Menudo. Sure. No, 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 no. You read me all wrong. Menudo is one of my favorite bands. I have all their records. I have posters at home. I went to see them at the Warner Theater. I have a Menudo t-shirt. I swear to you, I'm not lying. Okay, do you know anything? Are they coming here on concert August this post? I don't know. They're still trying to break in the new guy. Yeah, uh, I don't know what that entails. <laughs> you okay. know, I mean, we weekend at their farmhouse in Connecticut, maybe, uh, with a horse. I don't know, but uh, no, just a joke. We'll let you know the minute we hear anything. We are your official Menudo station. You know that.
3: Okay, i remember that.
5: Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. She bought it. That was incredible. That was really <laughs> good. Flash killing it. I'm telling you, he does kill it. Is <laughs> it possible the new guy was Ricky Martin, by the way? Huh. Is it possible? Does oh, that oh, possibly. Yeah. Why does that work out? I don't know. How it long does. has
6: it been since you've made a second? Sex jo- uh <laughs> sex with a horse joke. Yeah, I don't, do, I, do, to, I don't do that anymore. All do, right, that's that, the end of that. there's one
5: more clip, uh, and, one more. and I just like oh, come on. WBA Power One Hundred Five with far and away the most tunes in Washington. Nobody else even come close. I'm Flash Phillips, and I got a great new song. Who's that girl?
6: The latest from Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> and you know what
5: Madonna
3: is? <laughs> that would be spanking. <laughs>
5: the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. All right, let's give away the very first pair of tickets. They are on sale right now through AXS.com for as low as 30 bucks. But this is the first time we've given them away for Kevin and Bean's April Foolishness 2019. Friday, April 26th at the Microsoft Theater with Ray Romano and Adam Ray, Felipe Esparza, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie Ife, Jamie Lee, plus the Kevin and Bean Rap Battle. It's all happening. This time we're giving them away with kid jokes. Tickets to April Foolishness. Come and join the fun. Get your kid
9: on the phone and make sure they're not dumb. Come on, kid, get on the line. It's your time to shine. Come on, kid, tell your kid joke. It's about that time. Kid jokes, kid jokes. Make sure you don't choke. Be funny, that's what you do. Or mommy will punish you. Or daddy will punish you.
5: more dangerous than it used to be. We're just having fun here, and that show's going to be spanking, I understand. That's what I hear, yeah. All right, let's start with uh, little 10-year-old Gio, I think, in Riverside, wants to be our first up with kid jokes here on the Kevin and Bean Show.
6: Morning, Gio. Uh, Hi. Do you have a joke? Yes. Okay, go ahead.
7: What is Beethoven's favorite fruit? What is Beethoven's favorite fruit? I don't know. Banana. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now bad.
7: That's a delivery. Not That's bad at all. Fantastic nice.
6: Gio. What a start. Well done,
5: son. All, all right, right. Let's go to little six-year-old Eva up next here on the Kevin Bean Show for kid jokes.
6: Hey, Eva. Hi. Hi. Tell us a joke.
9: How do you wake up Lady Gaga? How do you wake up Lady Gaga? How? You poke her face.
4: <laughs> also excellent yeah it's a two in a row <laughs>
9: Excellent.
6: Kid jokes, kid jokes. wow these kids a performing at the show by <laughs> the right. way all right let's go to bella who is eight in his good morning hi hi bella how you doing today
5: sweetheart good you got a joke for us yeah okay,
6: okay go ahead
7: why? Why can't you give Elsa a balloon? Why can't you give Elsa a balloon? Why? Because she'll let it go.
9: Oh, <laughs> frozen humor, frozen jokes. I love it. <laughs> kid jokes. Kid jokes.
6: All strong so far. All good. good. (laughs) I would do
5: this for the rest of the show. Amen. I love this. Let's talk to uh, Fontana's Ethan. He is six, and he is going to entertain us with a joke. We're playing for tickets for Kevin and April Foolishness 2019. Hi there, Ethan. Um, hi. You got a a joke for us, son?
9: Uh Uh-huh.
5: Okay, go ahead.
7: Um, how can you make a napkin dance? How can you make a napkin dance? How? You
5: put
9: a little boogie in it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> kid jokes, kid
5: jokes. I bet right now Ethan thinks, and it was a good joke. He thinks that's the funniest thing he's ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Right? That yeah. no, was pretty strong, guys. Oh, I love this it. This is going We're gonna end up having to do a drawing. I think so too. Are, no, they're yes. all worthy. They're all worthy. All yeah. right. Delilah is nine. You guys, and she is in Whittier, and we welcome her to the Kevin and Bean Show. Hi, Delilah. Hi. We would love it if you would make us laugh.
10: Okay.
9: Knock, knock. Who's there? I did app. I did a poo. That's the joke. You said
4: I did a poo. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh. So I did, I did, and then you say
4: who. I, I did who. Uh-huh.
5: I don't like that she just stole okay. a Jerry Seinfeld joke. That's not
4: fair. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just Get
3: use them, else. Kid jokes, kid jokes. All right, Alana I poo.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Alina. She is in North Hollywood, and she is only six years old, but here she is. Alina, good morning. Good morning. Say hi louder. Hi. Don't oh, Dad. Yeah. We can hear just my Dad. Yeah, tell your Dad to step off. All right, you got a joke for us? Yeah. Okay, let's okay. hear it.
7: Why did the cookie go to the doctor? Why did the cookie go to the doctor? I don't know why. Because he was feeling really, really funny, and his Dad and then he fell into a cup of
9: milk, and then he um, goes to the cookie heaven. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Kid jokes, kid jokes. I'm just going to say it. thanks I a lot care. for calling. <laughs> I don't care. I loved it. All right. I feel like
5: that's, that's all the time we have. I no. think so. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. We'll do it like another it time. Oh. We, we have more
6: tickets to give away. We'll do it again.
5: We've got Gio, we've got Eva, we've got Bella, we've got Ethan, we've got Delilah, we've got Alita. You were all delightful, and thanks to your parents for letting you call. Only one, unfortunately, is going to win tickets for Kevin and Beans April Foolish, 2019, Friday, April 26th. at The Microsoft Theater, tickets on sale, AXS.com. Who's our winner, please?
7: Well, the winner is Gio, and I say we listen to the joke again. Gio! Gio, tell us the joke again. Tell us the joke again. Okay. What is Beethoven's favorite fruit? What is Beethoven's
5: favorite fruit? What? Banana, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nice! Kid <laughs> jokes, kid jokes. J-R-O-T-O. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Allie, you're up. What's happening?
7: Well, I'm scrolling through Twitter on Saturday, and I saw something that really bummed me out. Oh. Adam McKay retweeted Deadline Hollywood and Deadline Hollywood's <sighs> had the saddest news I've heard in a long time. What's that? Longtime partners Will Ferrell and Adam McKay to go their separate ways.
6: No!
4: So, Adam,
7: no! I know. So Adam retweeted and said, thank you to everyone who collaborated with us for 13 years. Proud of the stuff we got to work on. And most of all, the amazing people we worked with. Also excited for new stuff to come. So that essentially finishes the longest creative um, partnership in town, right? Like, they've been together a while. So they've decided to branch out separately and refocus their creative. Efforts. My disappointment mm-hmm.
5: is immeasurable. Same, and my day is ruined. Yeah,
7: my weekend was. I understand. Do you know how they met? On McKay and Will Ferrell. I don't know. They were I don't. hired on the same day. On SNL SNL. in 1995. And then 13 years ago, they formed with Chris Henschey, the multi-platform comedy-generating production company, Gary Sanchez, which then later branched into a female-centric offshoot, Gloria Sanchez. And, of course, teamed on some of the greatest movies of all time. Correct. Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, the other guys. I mean, just, I mean, just my favorite movies. (laughs) Same. As soon as I saw this, I was like, there's not going to be a Step Brothers
5: 2. No! Like, that was
9: my first. No! Yeah. Oh, God. Oh,
5: God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Do you guys think it was Holmes and Watson that saw oh, the company? Wow. <laughs>
9: wow.
5: Took down I mean, the ship? That was probably the biggest misfire of Will Ferrell's career, right? I mean, he's got his own competition for that. <laughs> he's got some bombs. He's got some bombs. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, way no! yeah. Way
6: more highs. Yeah, way more highs.
5: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And could it also just be that Adam McKay is more interested in going on and
6: pursuing more serious fans? Yeah, that's funny. like the Vice, Vice movie. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Didn't Vice come out on the same day as Watson and Holmes? Oh, yeah, it did. It's around but the same weekend. weekend. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there you have it.
6: Oh, uh, this sad
4: now. It's just sad. See?
7: Mark Marin is sad, you guys. Mm-hmm. Everyone's sad. You know what you shouldn't be sad about? Idris Elba joining Suicide Squad 2. Right. What? But not as Deadshot. Idris was rumored to be a possible uh, replacement for Will Smith's Deadshot role in Suicide Squad 2. But instead, he's playing a whole new character. Deadline reports that the Deadshot character won't appear in the next film. And of course, James Gunn is directing that one. Expected to be in theaters August of 2021.
3: Wow. So
4: him taking over, there will be people from the first one in it. Yes. Okay. But then yeah. some new people.
7: Some new people like Idris Elba, mm. and some old people like Deadshot. What about won't. what about Shazam? I don't know if Shazam will be <laughs> in Suicide Squad too. <laughs> do you, what did you What do you feel? I, you saw Shazam. I did do you think he could be in that, Suicide Squad too?
6: Absolutely. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> In my expert opinion, I would say yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. But
6: Shazam, Shazam seems like the kind of superhero who would like text or
4: like blow bubbles, like from bubble gum. Like, is he like, <laughs> is he like a cool guy?
6: You know what I mean? What's he's, going on? <laughs> <laughs> he's a goofball, that's what right? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a goofball.
7: Here's my question: Like, it's something I have struggled with when you see a movie like a Big or like a Shazam, yeah. where it's a kid that then becomes someone older, right? I feel creepy thinking that like Zachary Levi's hot because really he's a kid. And then in in Big, I don't want to think that Tom Hanks is hot because he's a kid.
4: Well, technically in Big, she she rapes a boy.
7: It's yeah, it's it's a bit disturbing if you think about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So did you still find Zachary Levi hot? I guess is my question.
6: I mean, it's impossible not to.
7: That's what I'm saying. So you you just got past it.
6: Just figured out a way to. That's the character, right? And not the person. Okay. That's how I went. Okay. (laughs) We also
7: uh, still think that you might have seen Big this weekend.
6: I didn't. Not uh, Shazam. Not Shazam. I saw
7: So when he yells Shazam, that's Uh when he turns into Shazam.
6: And when he yells it again, he turns back.
7: Okay. Yes. And what are Shazam's superpowers?
6: He's that's the whole movie is he's trying to figure out what he can and can't do. Can he fly? Can he not fly? Oh, oh. he can floss. I saw it in the he does he, the dance yeah. floss. Yeah, he can right. do that. So
7: you're really on this journey with Shazam to find out what a superpower is. Correct. Okay. Yeah. By the end of it, were you pleased with what a superpower is? Yeah, I liked it. Oh, okay, yes, very much. All so. right,
4: Shazam head over there.
7: <laughs> Big Shazam head. Good stuff. <laughs> You guys, it's good to be the creators of Westworld. Lisa Joy and Jonah Nolan. They're, of course, behind the HBO huge hit. They've signed a nine-figure, four-year overall deal with Amazon, rumored to be worth upward of $30 million a wow. year. Now, season three is currently in production, set to debut in 2020 on HBO. If it is renewed, which it hasn't been yet, um, they'll remain on board there. So that's... Kind of cool. All
6: right. It's a lot of money, you
7: guys, that these streamers are giving away. Well, not giving away. They're going to earn it. Talented
6: people, sure. Very
7: talented people, but my gosh. If you're at a big channel, like ABC, when they did the whole Shonda Rhimes Mm -hmm. thing, and then um, who else from ABC got over there?
4: Uh, Modern Family, the guy, Levitan. Levitan.
3: Um, Kenya. Yeah. Uh,
7: You've got to be like, what? I, I need to get over there, get some of this money.
6: Yeah,
3: it does seem like I they're handing be, out everywhere.
7: I would be terrified if I was a big network trying to keep my talent and my showrunners there.
4: Yeah, I mean that's what you do. I mean, there you know, there's so much television as we've said here. Mm-hmm. It's worth betting on the one you know has made it before. Yeah. That's what like it is. Like a Dan
7: Fogelman. You yeah. should be throwing money at Dan Fogelman, which I don't know if you heard about that, but they want to keep him happy. Of course, sure. created This Is Us. That there were rumors last week that Pitch Perfect, Pitch Perfect, what's the baseball oh, movie? Pitch. pitch. Why yeah. did I say Pitch Perfect? Not they, sure. They were going to maybe think about bringing Pitch back, which would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, if that's going to keep Dan Fogelman happy, bring pitch back.
4: Friend of the show, Mark Paul Gossler, he tweeted. That's how he found out that the show was being uh, thought about rebooting. Is that right? Just that story. Wow. He was like, whoa, I guess they're thinking about bringing pitch back. I
7: mean.
6: That's funny. Do yeah. it.
7: Right? Who's right. with me? We're with you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're not as with me. I mean, we're not as excited
6: as you are, but Listen, we're with you.
7: Listen, I am team Fogelman. Same. Fogelman 2020. I've you're said a loser. For years. You love him so much. Some birthdays for you. Maddie Healy from 1975. From Vampire Weekend, we've got Ezra Koenig, Taylor Kitsch, Robin Wright, and Patricia Arquette all celebrating birthdays today. And that's what's happening.
8: The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
6: Well, how did this start?
7: Well, you know me. You know how I peruse uh, parenting websites <laughs> and, and mom forums. Well, I saw an article. Um, there's a parenting forum called Mumsnet. And I'm, I'm sorry. I, I think that this is real and it's true. Okay. She wound up writing on there. I'm ashamed to say this. But I really do have a favorite child. I have two sons and the oldest who's three is a real struggle for me. He has been since day one. He's so intense and determined. He really overwhelms me. My husband is blessed with patience. They have a great bond. She then goes on to say, listen, I like my second son who's 18 months a lot better. We just gel more. And then she said, my own mother was cruelly unfair to my older sister. And I really thought I could be a bigger person. Has anyone else ever felt like this? Which just opened the floodgates of people that either said, you're awful. Right. How are you even saying any of this to other ones that are like, "Uh, yeah, we all have a favorite. (laughs) Duh.
6: At some point, the three-year-old, was it three? The yes. One, um, is going to be in high school and somebody is going to bring in this mm-hmm. article and just say,
3: your mom doesn't right? like you.
7: Uh, I was perusing Mum's notes. <laughs> and I
3: believe this is you. An 18-year-old story on a mom blog.
5: Holly, <laughs> <laughs> um, why, why are you reading mommy blogs? Your ovaries are already dust. What What are you trying to How do at this point?
7: How dare you? I'm just saying. They've been dust for years. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? I, I don't know why I, I came across this, but I I've had this conversation with friends of mine, and usually after a couple glasses of wine, Mm -hmm. they will absolutely tell you which is their favorite.
4: Okay, now I know I'm having my first child in Mm -hmm. just a few months, Mm -hmm. so I don't have a ton of experience in this, but wouldn't it go in waves? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this one's my favorite. Like, I have a dog and a cat. (laughs)
6: Yeah. And sometimes, the dog is always the best.
4: Well no, sometimes the dog is my favorite, sometimes the cat is. We we'll yeah. just go in and out of phases. Uh-huh. So like isn't that what I mean that might be normal. I can might see be. that. Yeah. Be.
6: No, I think the amount of work that they are is has nothing to do with the love. Mhm.
4: Mm-hmm. Some
6: can be harder to deal with and some can be easier to deal with, but it has nothing to do with how much you love well, them. I think you she's love She's a terrible woman. You,
7: I think you love, your, woman. you love She's not a terrible woman. No, your she's not. I think she's unconditionally. being unconditionally. Yes. But I think you like one of your kids a little more. I mean, no, I don't. You don't? No. They're not listening. Go ahead.
6: Okay, I do. I don't, okay. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't like any of them.
7: No. Oh, wow. That's a good turn. No, I'm just um, kidding.
5: I don't have, I don't have kids, mm-hmm. but I will tell you that I do have some experience with this topic because I know for a fact that my parents both... Individually have told me that my brother is their favorite kid. <laughs> no, there's only two. Individually have told me that. There's only two of you. How do you get both parents to turn on you? <laughs> they, and I, I don't. And I was trying to think about why. But have
4: they heard Flash Phillips?
5: <laughs> I was trying to think about. Spankin'. Okay. Now my mom did tell me at, at one point that he needed more help. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not necessarily growing up, but the phase where you enter into adulthood. I was I had a pretty much a straight shot for a career in terms of what I wanted to do. You were why independent? Would, but then why wouldn't you be their favorite? Yeah, because you took less work. Because they felt like he needed extra love and extra tender, you know, care and you know just extra help. And that thing, and I think it's just you know, it's like the, you know, it's like a uh, like a, a a wounded puppy. You know what I mean? It's just you right. you couldn't love it anymore because you root so hard for but it. You want it they, to get well.
6: But did they have to say the words? We like him better than you. Well, I didn't have to. That seems cruel, but I feel like
5: they enjoyed telling me that. Oh, <laughs> but, but they. But it doesn't bother me at all. By the way, honestly, I don't care. It honestly, it makes no difference to me. You know, right? Because you're used I, to not being loved. Yeah, well, I love I love my brother, and <laughs> mm-hmm. you know that's fine. Um What I, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, they weren't. They didn't have any problem with saying that. You know, I love you, and I'm proud of you, but truth be told, I, I'm a little more into your brother, John.
7: I I mean if we're if we're honest, who wins? Where are they now, right? Right?
5: (laughs) Oh
6: wow. (laughs) You just you just played the orphan card. Holly to perfection, by the way. It was wrong. To perfection. That was well done. Oh
5: boy. How dare you? Well done. Omar is here. Omar can weigh in. He's actually got kids now. Yeah, I have a five and seven-year-old, and uh, I could totally... Like, right now, they're still going through the cute phase. Mm-hmm. And, uh, First
6: one that turns not cute, though. You're kicking them right out. Exactly.
5: I'm like, I hate you, beaded kid. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I could totally oh, You see don't want what, an
6: ugly kid.
5: <laughs> I totally see what everybody is saying because, um, yeah, I don't think, li- like you said you love your kid, you love your children unconditionally, Mm -hmm. but once they get older, and if one's a dick, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to like that kid.
4: Which you know one?
6: He's which being truthful. Of the two kids, which one do you think is going to be a dick? Zoe. Okay. Totally. Oh,
4: gonna be, uh, totally. I, I said uh, totally. it's going to be Zozo. It's going to be Zozo. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me as my road dog. Zoe's going to give me nothing
5: but problems down the line. I mean, we have our answer. <laughs> right? <laughs>
7: I said this off the air. I said Zozo's going to be the problem. Mm, yeah, be
5: amazing. Absolutely. Now, we're going to take your calls oh. on this, by the way. If you want to discuss having a favorite kid or if you don't believe, leave it either way 1-800-520-1067 but i'm most interested in hearing honest people like omar and less interested in dishonest people like kevin all right 1-800-520-1067 let's take one real fast before the break and let's make it sharon she's in montclair she's up on line one please
6: hey sharon
9: hey so you know i started listening this morning and i want to tell you that i was that favorite child myself so i do know the difference um i have two boys and um, I love my kids, but there is a difference in them on their personalities. Now, one of them is identical to me, and that's the one I struggle with. But that doesn't mean I love him any less than his brother. Okay, right. but do guess, you have a favorite? Would you more. say you
5: have a favorite kid? Yeah, the one like her. Well,
9: I have. Fa- I'm going to say I have favorite moments.
6: <laughs> right. Well, but so the favorite has- kid who
9: has more okay. moments. <laughs> uh. Well, both of them will not be hearing this. I get along better with (laughs) I get along better with the oldest. But the the youngest one is me. I mean, this child is my Mm -hmm. little mini me. And so you hate that. There is where the battle comes because it's it's like fighting with yourself. But I will I would you know, Jacob could stand up for himself. The younger one needs me. So I have to fight for that one. All right. So my battle battle has to be stronger for the younger one
2: than the older Mm -hmm. one. Sorry,
4: Jake. No, beat but- it, kid. Yeah, beat it. And <laughs> that is the same as being, really. That's saying the one that takes
5: more work is the mm-hmm. one you seem to love more. Mm-hmm. But not the one that's the most trouble, just the one that needs the most help. At least that was the case in my family. My brother wasn't trouble. He just needed direction. You mm, know right. what I mean? He needed help. Mm. All right, Sharon, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you calling. What about a favorite kid? That's the topic 1 800 520 Your call is next on K Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock. We're talking about, do you have a favorite child? You're a parent. We know that you love all your kids, but do you like one a little bit better than the other? We're taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. Who do we decide to go to first here? Uh, Jessica in Long
6: Beach, hi. Hi, how are you guys? How are
9: you doing?
6: Good, thank you. Great, F- what's your thought on this topic? Favorite kid? So I
9: have, I have two girls. I have a 12-year-old and a 17-year-old. And early on, my 17-year-old has been great, like even teenage years, no problem. And my 12-year-old, even at like two years old, five years old, both my husband and I would look at each other and and say, why is she such an asshole? Like (laughs) she's been an asshole from, from like minute one, and she's 12, and it's like, we still know, yep. And she might be a great adult, but she is gonna be, she's such a tough person to parent. And I think it's just personality. Like, that's just who she is. And, right. You know. Do you think calling her a, a really
6: major bit... asshole on the air will help you or, <laughs> or hinder you in that?
9: You know, some mornings it really helps because you just have to get it out. Love you love gotta... that.
5: Jessica, like we appreciate going. your honesty. Thank you very oh. much for the call. <laughs> all right, a lot more honesty than I thought we were going to get yep. with this topic. <laughs> yeah, certainly more than we got from you, Kevin. Um, Eddie, your friend, writes in, father of two checking in. Having a favorite kid is okay, and I have one. Basically, my favorite is because she's old enough to be into all the cool stuff that I show her, if that makes sense. So that'll change, potentially, down the road. Perla writes in at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, My brother is the middle child. I'm the baby, and my sister is the oldest. My m- mom calls my brother Mitasora, which means my treasure. Which I'm sure makes all the other kids feel great. Wow! All right, let's get back to some calls at 1-800-520-1067. Which mom is in the car with her kids right now?
6: That's Caitlin. Caitlin in Anaheim. Good morning. Good morning. You have four kids.
11: I do. I have four, four
6: and under. Ooh, holy cow. And they're
5: all in the car with you right now to hear this very honest conversation.
11: Yeah, they, yeah, they they kind of know. The big one uh, is four years old, and he's a troublemaker. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. but one of the one of the twins is my favorite, my Brody. He's uh, been my favorite <laughs> since day one.
5: Okay, but what about the other twin? What's the other twin think about when you say that?
11: Um, I don't know that he understands completely. They're three, but um, he's always like, "Oh, me too," and I'm like, "No." Oh my god! God. Are you kidding?
2: Terrible mother.
11: He's a little much. He's a screamer and and stuff like that. So I think you know everyone. He's the cutest one. So I think everyone else loves on him. And Brody's my favorite. I I like Brody to myself.
7: Do they have headphones
11: on right now so they can't hear this? No, they just. They're playing the quiet game. They're being really
8: good.
5: That's the sad game, wow. is what they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the so we have it's a bad bad have game. We have a sad mom game. Sad depressed. It's all one thing, really. <laughs> Look, why don't yeah. you pull the pull the van over and put the cute one just out on the side of the road let him let him take his chances with a new family?
9: <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Kate Lynn.
4: What Kate is Lynn? wrong with oh, you God. people? Thank you, Casey <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Lord.
5: Uh, oh. Jeff, please put that in the file for callers of the year, would you? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, let's go to Raul, oh. shall we? Line three. He's up next. North Hollywood oh, on the God. Kevin How Bean Show. We're talking about, do you have a favorite child? Raul, welcome to the program. Thanks for holding on.
8: Yeah. So I'm actually one of the children. Okay. I found out because um, I was looking through my mom's phone, and I was down as the other son.
6: The other son? And- yeah.
8: Yeah, and when I looked in, I'm like, okay, well, what's my brother? So he's the favorite son.
6: <gasps> she actually, in her phone. She actually listed yeah, you
8: that so, way. <sighs> well, yeah, because she gets our names mixed up sometimes. Like you know, you know, parents they'll call you by a different name by the other sons. Absolutely. So instead of when we call, she puts it down as my favorite son or the other son. So it's it's easily recognizable to her.
6: Oh, Did you wow. bring this up with mom? Did that hurt your feelings?
8: Uh, I'm like Bean. I'm like whatever. I don't care. It, it makes it easier. It makes it easier to put him in the in the, in her home uh, at the end. You know, it's like uh, go live with your favorite son. <laughs> oh,
6: so mom. you're technically That's off plans. the hook of looking yeah. after your mom. This I got gotcha. you. This is
4: a long con. Yeah, it is.
6: He's fine with it now. But wait. Wow. All right, thank you for the call. Wow, oh, you trusted them that way. This is crazy. All right, let's try Jerry
5: and Anaheim, please. Line six up next. You didn't think it could get any worse. It's about to. Hey,
6: Jerry. Hello. Welcome to Bad Parenting 101. I don't yeah, think they're bad parents. Look, you can't help how you feel, Kevin jerry hello yes we
3: hear you we're on the yes hello what's happening i've been hearing you guys and i saw you live at cinco de suapo years back loved you guys thought you were hilarious but now that i grew up i have two boys one's my reward the other my freaking terror.
6: wait one of your boys is your reward and the other is a freaking terror yes he's my payback from
3: other stuff i must have did when i was a kid
6: oh, oh wow <laughs> Oh, jerry what,
3: what what's the pro- what's the problem picture of a ultrasound flipping me off defiant <laughs> argumentative yeah. everything my, my my wife calls his brothers instead of a father and son and then the little one he knows how to butter me up he'll hug me kiss me the other one will flip me off and He's going to give me my problems. He's been giving me problems in school. He's been Mm. giving me problems at home with other kids. Like, sometimes I'm afraid to take him out in public. (laughs) (laughs) Is his name Damien? What is
9: his
3: (laughs) (laughs) name? No, I I, I, I called him Damien, and he asked me, Dad, am uh, am I an accident? I go, no, you're like a bank robbery gone wrong. Nice. <laughs> oh, That's a beautiful answer. There's so Jesus. much therapy happening so in this family. That's a
6: beautiful answer. <laughs> guys,
5: we need to arrange a child swap among our listeners. Right? We have, we have parents who can't stand one of their kids. They need to swap it with a terrible kid from another family. Let's Maybe it work
6: out better. Let's do Stacy because she has what looks like a competition. Hey, Stacy. Hey,
11: guys. Good morning. morning. Yeah, I am a mom of four. Okay. okay. I've got... 12 and 10 year old girls and then twin six year old boys. And I always joke around with them that every day is a clean slate for who is mom's least favorite kid. Oh.
6: <laughs> so every day and is a competition amongst the four of simple. them. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it,
11: it, it's, it, it's like a clear winner at the end of the day. Like I think someone pulled something off awesome at 10 AM and I'm like, yeah, least favorite kid for sure. And then by the time we get to two 33 o'clock, we've had three, four upsets. Stacey, your, new, kid, and your kids are living year. in
5: the Hunger Games.
4: <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've never it's been
5: happier to be things. an only child.
8: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show.
2: K-Rock.
5: Tremendous uh, director and Academy Award-nominated actor, Emmy Award winner, Golden Globe winner, uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame recipient, and has spent the last t- almost 20 years entertaining thousands of uniformed men and women around this country with his lieutenant band. <laughs> Dan Band, we welcome Gary Sinise back to the Kevin Bean Show. Mr. Sinise, how are you, sir? Welcome. Well, thanks for having me. Good morning. It's our pleasure. Listen, we got some old business we have to take care of you first. We just had a riveting half hour with our listeners calling in about whether or not they have a favorite kid. Now, you're a man with a bunch of children. Be honest, Gary. Do you have
2: a favorite? I, I would never put myself in that position. Smart. <laughs> are Very you smart. kidding?
7: Are, are listeners not that smart? <laughs> uh,
2: yes. They were throwing their kids
5: under the bus, Gary. They had no qualms about saying it. In per- so, you're, so you have an answer. You're just not going to
6: share it.
2: I got three great ones. I'm, uh, I, I love them all. And that two is... grandchildren. Oh, oh! So you have
7: a favorite grandkid? <laughs> yeah, what do you, you like say? one of those better
2: <laughs> than the other. <laughs> uh,
5: but listen, we have Gary on for a couple of reasons. One is, and we'll get the we'll start this one uh, out first because it's happening this weekend, Saturday, April thirteenth at four p.m. at the California Lutheran University in Thousand Oaks. You are bringing the Lieutenant Dan Band for a very special Ventura County appearance. What's going on, Gary?
2: yes it's well you know i live up in this community and uh, as we all know last november we just got whacked here with the, the terrible shooting and then you know 24 hours within 24 hours the hills are burning and yeah our first responders are racing from here to there barely enough time to react to what happened at borderline and i just wanted to do something here to show support uh, to the community um so I asked uh, the university here in Thousand Oaks, Cal, uh, Cal Lutheran, if they would let me use the uh, football stadium. And they provided the f- football stadium so we could do a free concert. The, my foundation does these kinds of things around the country. I did one after the terrible shooting at Fort Hood, Texas, back in 2009, mm-hmm. and after the Navy Yard shooting in D.C., and just reaching out to try to provide some uh, some joy and, and lift some spirits, and so we're going to do that here. And all the information is at Foundation dot org. We even uh, you know it's a free concert, but we're asking people to just to register uh, if you think you're coming. RSVP there so we can get a fix on how many people are coming. But they can fit about ten thousand people into the stadium, and then uh, also my buddy John Andrasik of Five for Fighting—they're going to play on that night as well as my band.
5: That's cool. Nice. Nice. Uh, You can RSVP for the show, the free show this Saturday at uh, ConcertForDefenders.com. Now, this band that you play with, the Lieutenant Dan Band, uh, you've done hundreds of shows. You have like 12, 13 people on stage with you, background singers, horn section. It's a a big production, Gary.
2: (laughs) It's a big band. Yeah, we've played hundreds of shows. Uh, I started uh, taking the band... Uh, to play for the troops back in uh, 2003 and uh, just wanted to to reach out after September 11th and support the men and women uh, defending our country. So it turned into a massive uh, full-time mission. We play uh, many, many shows every year. We've been all over the world. Uh, We do uh, fundraisers and uh, spirit raisers, all kinds of things like that. the band is a program of the Gary Sinise Foundation, so much like when you donate to the USO and you know the USO provides entertainment with those funds, you can do, uh, people donating to the Gary Sinise Foundation help us to provide morale-boosting entertainment uh, to our first responders and to our military around the world. It's It's been a great it, mission. It's fantastic
6: because all of us feel the exact same way toward them, but you're actually doing something and thanking them, and I love that.
2: Well, I, I I have a book out right now. It's called uh, Grateful American, A Journey from Self to Service. And it kind of tracks how I got into all this stuff uh, from the early days in the theater when my focus was pretty much primarily on acting and directing. And then post-September 11th when uh, we were attacked and our men and women started deploying. And I just wanted to reach out, so I kind of branched out into a kind of a broader... Service Mission it's it's been an an interesting journey and uh, I tell some pretty good stories in the book.
5: I get the impression you spend more time on the foundation than you do on trying to get acting
2: work these days. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I I must say there's a there's a chapter in my book called Perfect Timing and it kind of talks about CSI New York and and when I got that part in 2004, uh, I was very, very busy with military support. And all of a sudden, I, I was blessed to receive this role on television. The, the series lasted for nine years. It, it, it put, uh, you know, gave me a lot of security, a lot of stability, and a lot of ability to do some very, very good things. and And one of those was to create a foundation that could serve and honor the needs of our our defenders. And having been all over the world, having seen our troops in hospitals and war zones and you know, battle spaces all over the world, uh I've learned quite a bit and I have great respect for them and just wanna help them. And what what happened here in Thousand Oaks with Sergeant Healis losing his life at borderline, those families being affected, mm-hmm. our first responders racing here and there trying to evacuate people and everything, I just I want to do something to help, so we're going to raise some spirits on the on Saturday night out here.
7: And Gary, as someone that has done these all over the country, I'm from the Thousand Oaks area. So when this happened, it hit me harder than the other ones, which is not to say that other lives don't matter as much, but did you feel a stronger connection to this?
2: Well, of, of course, we all, we, you know, you see these things, these types of things happen, um you know ar- around the country in different places and you don't expect it to happen here fires right we kind of expect that we're going to deal with fires every year mm-hmm. um a shooting like that uh we just you know uh, no community in the country ever expects it to happen to them and yeah. when it does it really rocks you yeah and so this, um this, you know but- and these fires i mean these fires were Insane. Just I, I you know, in all my years of living out here I've seen a lot of fires, but nothing like that.
5: Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of once-in-a-thousand-year type events happening on the earth these days. The event is this Saturday at the California Lutheran University in Thousand Oaks. It starts at 4 p.m. with the Lieutenant Dan Bannon, also 5 for Fighting. It's free, again, and open to the public. You can RSVP at concertfordefenders.com. And the book is available wherever you get yours called Grateful American, A Journey from Self to Service. Gary, I know you hear from so many thousands of people throughout the year who you know shake your hand and tell you thank you for the service that you do given back, and especially to wounded veterans. My father was uh, he's passed recently, but he was a lifelong military man in the Navy. You were his absolute favorite actor. I think you were the only search he had on his DVR was to make sure to record anytime Gary Sinise was on the TV. He He loved you that much. And I just I'm happy that I'm able to tell you that in person
2: thank you, thank you for telling me that and God bless your dad.
5: You uh, bet. Have a, a great time on Saturday and we'll pr- we'll put out this information on all the Kevin and I Bean social media for people who want to come on by and have a great show. And the band is really good and for a white man, Gary is very funky on the bass. I'm telling you what, you'll have a great time. Thank you, Mr. Sunise. We appreciate you.
2: Thanks so much. You bet. Have a good day. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. KROQ.
5: If we have enough uh, altitude to get us off the boat, Allie, why don't mm. you bring it home? Time for a final look at what's happening today. I
7: love to. So you guys know the new Morrissey album is coming out May 24th. It's California Sun.
5: I have not been this excited about a Morrissey album in a long time.
7: And it's all covers. I
5: guess that's why.
7: Right? That's why you're pumped. I love it. Well, you had played for us um the Roy Orbison cover of It's Over and it sounded mm-hmm. Lovely. Great. Well, he has kicked off this week by releasing a cover of the Fifth Dimension song, Wedding Bell Blues. And see if you can hear a couple people providing backing vocals Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong and The Regrets' Lydia Knight. I
5: was the one
3: who came running when you were were alone. I have not lived one day not. Loving you all Loving you only. My kisses and love I won't carry me Until you marry me, Bill oh, yeah. I love you so I
4: always will why? What just happened? <laughs> Why windy. is this happening? Honestly that was a bop to me.
5: Look, <laughs> I, I love I, it. I love it, but it's there he's doing 90, for the most part 1960s songs and he's doing them in a 1960 style with 1960 sounding production. Like what's the point of it?
7: I don't know, but joy, I Joy bean. Why I do you hate joy? Hate I love it.
5: And I, I just can't understand it as a career move.
4: <laughs>
7: I <just laughs> Oh, recognize... you think Morrissey
4: is uh, known for his career moves? <laughs> right.
7: <laughs> uh, I recognize that from My Girl. Remember? She was singing that? Cause oh, her... in the
5: movie My Girl? Yeah. Macaulay Culkin.
7: Teacher's name was Bill?
5: Yeah, I don't... All right, just me? Just I don't a... know.
7: It's a bizarre thing that he's doing. It is bizarre, and it's just the... It's insane the tracks that he has on this album that comes out on May 24th but I mean Joni Mitchell songs uh, Fifth Dimension that we just heard a song by Dionne Warwick Carly Simon he is covering some really odd tunes and I'm here for it
4: I'm gonna listen to it while eating meat (laughs) Oh, that'll (laughs) That'll
7: show that'll (laughs) show him for sure So Marvel's Avengers have assembled to support a $5 million donation to benefit sick kids around the world. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Paul Rudd, and Brie Larson were on hand Friday to unveil the massive donation of Marvel money. And different toys to different charities at children's hospitals at Disney Resorts. So Disney donated $1 million to Starlight Children's Foundation, which brings fun and education to kids with chronic illnesses around the world. And then the Lego Group, Hasbro, Funko, and Amazon came together to donate more than $4 million to children's hospitals in the United States. And then after announcing the donations... The um, Avengers End Game. That's Johansson, Runner, Rudd, Hemsworth. They visited kids at a local boys and girls club.
4: That's pretty cool. That they must lovely. Blow their minds. Yeah.
7: Can you imagine seeing them walk in? It's huge. Well, we saw on Saturday, Coachella, or I guess it was yesterday, Coachella tweeting out, due to major production delays, Solange will unfortunately no longer be performing at this year's festival. What's going on? Well, she sends her (laughs) sincerest apologies and looks forward to performing at Coachella in the future. Do they have someone else? What do they do for that?
6: I don't know what they do for that. Yeah. Do they need to
5: replace her? No. No. I mean, I think if you lose a headliner, you kind of have to come up with somebody. But if you lose someone further down the bill, I think you just go, well, schedules are subject to change. They probably mm. have that on the ticket.
4: Well, it's time for Limp Bizkit. And then they call Fred Durst and Wes and everybody oh, be meets huge. up. Huge. Sure. Huge.
7: Well, we know that her sister had to bail out of 2017's Coachella because, you know, she got all pregnant and stuff. What's going on? Well...
6: She got she, pregnant. She so. got
7: pregnant. Mm-hmm. So she did uh, come back last year and performed, and it was probably I would think the most talked about Coachella performance ever, right? It was you. amazing. It's
5: considered an all-timer, yeah. Yeah,
7: it was unbelievable. Well, Beyonce has just announced that she's teaming up with Netflix to bring fans a film inspired by that 2018 Coachella performance. The film is titled Homecoming. It will premiere on April 17th and use her college theme performance last year as a focal point
6: all okay. right <laughs> odd but yeah we're talking netflix right
7: yeah yeah but uh-huh. okay uh no choice okay. homecoming will feature not only the performance but it's speculated that the netflix stock will also include a bunch of unseen footage of beyonce that led up to it <laughs> again on
6: netflix
5: thank right. you Bean. thank you for that i'm pretty excited me too right i love that behind the scenes stuff And by the way, um, Lemonade is a movie, you know, she made videos for all the songs on that album, that I still go back and watch from time to time. Yeah? Like, it's a movie. It wasn't like a one-time, oh, I've seen the video, now I'm moving on, I'm done. It's so brilliant, I still go back and watch that every few months. Do you think that she just
7: sings from such a place that is relatable to you as a... As a black woman? Right.
5: Yeah. I do. I I think we're two peas in a pod. I don't really listen to women. (laughs) (laughs) That guy guy needs to pipe down. I mean, (laughs) what's it going to be?
7: Do you guys ever feel like there's just not enough time in a day to do all the things you have to do? Amen. A new survey found that the average American has just four hours and 26 minutes of free time each week. That's, wow. a, that's four hours and 26 minutes to get everything done. That's cleaning, car maintenance, shopping, medical checkups, all of that. That's why so many of us always say there's just not enough time in the day. And a poll found that with so little free time, the average person has 14 undone items on their to-do list. That's awful.
6: I mean, it's not great.
7: How do we, how do we make this stop?
6: You how care do we- less about your to-do list.
4: Yeah, that's, that's what works it? for me. Okay. I kind of just assume, with having a kid, I'm never going to have free time. Tonight. No, ever. Yeah. I'll just have a car filled with dirt, Had <laughs> <laughs> tires to roof.
7: Right. Yeah. And just like a random fry. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then. Oh yeah. fries from
5: five six years <laughs> ago. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Allie, do you mind if I break in with some breaking news? Oh please. And now breaking news, boom. I thank Dave for pointing this out. breaking news, Paul Fett. Just announced from... This is London Calling. Oh. Here is a new wow. flash. This is from BBC America. Mm-hmm. They have renewed Killing Eve for season three.
6: Yes!
4: yes. I mean, was that really up in the season air, guys? Season no.
6: two has been so good. It
4: just started last
6: night. <laughs> what? It started it's aired. last night. Oh, I haven't night. watched yes, it yet. Just Once one... less than 12 yeah. hours ago. Yeah. But still...
5: I guess uh, I love I guess that show
6: so much. It's the best. It yeah. was the
5: best show last year. I think. For I sure. think so too. I really do.
7: That and Barry. I mean, Sunday night we've got Veep. We've got Barry. Yeah. We have got Killing Eve. Yeah, it's it's a great Don't night. Us
5: also have billions. It's
6: insane.
7: Mm-hmm. Billions. Uh, good girls. I mean, Sunday night is a powerhouse.
6: Into mm-hmm. the Badlands, am I right? On Mondays? Right. Who's with me? No, we're, we're talking, we're talking Sunday. Oh,
7: okay. right.
4: Going to sleep at 7.30? Who's with me? Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone with me? No? No. So you
5: already me. see the first story on 60 Minutes, and then you're out.
4: Yes. If it's not top billing, <laughs> I don't know it existed. <sighs>
7: Do you really go to bed that early on Sunday?
4: I get about 8.30, yeah. Okay. About getting ready at about seven thirty, 30, though, right? Starting the descent, sure, right? Yeah, <laughs> descent. <laughs> the descent. how long sleep. does it take you to get ready? I, it
5: take your time, you got for sleep in a tube, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: gotta get the <laughs> whole uh mummified thing on. You just gotta wrap me around and mm-hmm. then she's gotta add the herbs.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, I shoot for 8 30, also, by the way. I think that's a
6: reasonable hour.
7: Is Donna wrapping you in herbs? <laughs> and mummified
6: too. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's not happening. So, it's a valid question. Kevin. Yeah. We work with weirdos.
7: I know. <laughs> All right. Some birthdays for you Taylor Kitsch, Patricia Arquette, Robin Wright, Ezra Koenig, Matt Healy, also known as Maddie Healy, right? 1975. Sure. What's going on? It's Wednesday. <laughs> Gonna be big, big deal pop up show. Who's going?
6: She's still is doing that, that. Is that thing. how we answer? Still bringing horses around. <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: what's
6: happening. <laughs> Thank you, Ellen. You drive home today. Listen to a commercial free 5 p.m. hour, random act of helpfulness. It'll be SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all new Kevin and Bean show. What's up with Florida? Uh, we need your help. Who do you tip? Who gets yeah. a tip and who doesn't get a yeah, tip? Just a tip? <laughs> uh, exactly. And how much tip? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. It's been bothering me.
5: So we're going to need your help. hasn't been on bothering that. you much. You have a baby on the
6: way. Listen. Uh, Uh, Very okay. I'm Mm. just going to let it sit. Yeah. And uh, we've got your tickets for uh, April Foolish's as well as Coachella tomorrow morning.
8: It's the Kevin and Bean show. K.U. Rock.
2: That would be (laughs) spanking.